is Craig and Linda, and we're coming to you from the past. Do, 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 do. It's August 2010, and we're sitting in Barcelona. Two days ago, we were in La Tomatina, and we learned a lot about how to do La Tomatina. La Tomatina is an enormous tomato fight, basically, and we went and were involved in it. We threw a lot of tomatoes, and it was awesome. But we learned a lot about what what you can do right and what you can do wrong. Yeah, so we thought we'd record this now, um, just days away from Valencia, because we thought we'd do it while it's fresh in our memory and uh, pass on that knowledge to people that are going in 2011 and possibly beyond. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about how to do La Tomatina. So we'll talk about what to do before, what to do on the day and what to do after the event. Yeah, so I mean before of course you want to find your accommodation. Yes, try to do that as far in advance as possible. Now you can look on hostel booking websites but a lot of them require you to book four days and that's fine if you want to stay for four days but just make sure you read the fine print carefully. Most of them require you to come two days before and stay for the two nights afterwards. So if you're going to go then, fine but just make sure you're aware of that. Yeah, now um, using IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash hostels and IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash hotels, we actually made really good last minute booking. Yeah. So um, I don't know what it'll be like next year. But, yeah, everything um, might be booked out ages in advance, but it wasn't this time. It wasn't. There were a few people that held off and held off and then released their rooms at the last minute at yeah. a premium price, and uh, we managed to, to get in there, but we actually didn't do too badly. So. No, we found a hostel, a double room in a hostel for $50 for the room for the two nights, not the night before La Tomatina, but the two nights before those, and then for the night before and the night of the event... We found a hotel really cheap, just, you know, not in Valencia Central, but on the on the metro line. So that worked out really well for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you also want to book your, your transport tickets. If you're going by train, um, which we did, thanks to URL.com, you want to book your tickets away, especially in advance. Now, if um, you have like a URL pass or an interrail pass, that's fine. But most of the long-distance trains in Spain require a reservation. So make sure you go to the train station as soon as you arrive and book your reservation. You should be fine. Or if you just want to buy the ticket, which might be a good idea, because, for example, our reservation cost $23.50 just for the reservation in addition to the ticket. But um, the cost of some of the trains, including a reservation, for second class is only €30. So if you book in advance and if you know when you're going to go, you can get it pretty cheap. Yeah, that's right. Um, but there were like yesterday when we caught the train from Valencia to Barcelona, there were like, I estimate about one and a half thousand people in the station. It was so crazy. you can imagine what the queues were like and how much pressure they were under. And when I managed to get into customer service and say, oh, I have a, I have first class tickets. I just need a reservation. They, the woman first looked at second class and I saw all the reservations were booked up until almost midnight and then her partner was like no no it's it's first class and we managed to get the last two seats on the four o'clock train which was three hours after we wanted to leave three hours so um yeah if you can book those even the day before La Tomatina you're gonna save yourself a lot of stress yeah. when you're trying to leave, or even if you do it when you come back from as soon as you can, basically <laughs> yeah. get your tickets. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so read up on current information is also something important. We'll um, try and have up-to-date information on IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash festivals yeah. and um, try and try and do the research for you and keep that up to date. But yeah. um, Google is your friend. We're quite happy because on our flight from Oslo to Valencia, there was an article in the Ryanair magazine. And um, it was from that magazine that we learned about wearing sensible shoes and sports bra. <laughs> And it was good. I mean, we got an idea of what La Tomatina was going to be like. We we learned about the ham. We already knew about the ham, but we knew that it would be a good idea to be able to see the ham. And you've got to know about the ham. You do need to go know about the ham because it's a really good idea to be in sight of the ham. Yeah, right. That that just sounds cryptic. so cryptic. <laughs> yeah. So plan what you're going to wear. You're going to um, want to wear some goggles, probably mm-hmm. either big kind of safety glasses yeah if you wear glasses you should get those big safety ones that go don't get destroyed or even better wear disposable contacts and be prepared to biff them away at the end of the day but even Um, just swimming goggles are good and if you forget to buy them you can buy them at the event there are lots of people selling things like that yeah um you want lace-up shoes you don't want to wear flip-flops or keen sandals or anything like that because they're going to get Rashed. You're going to lose them. Yeah, we saw um, a guy wearing Vibram Five Fingers. Not yeah. the ones that just slip on, but the ones that kind of attach yeah, with Velcro. The, the sprint and they ones, looked, I think. Yeah, they looked awesome. Yeah, but... They the would wash of, out quite well. They would wash out quite well. Um, but he would have had a lot of people standing on his feet, and I don't think that would have been the most comfortable. Yeah, but it's better um, than jandals, right? Because with jandals, you still have the same problem. It is, yeah. Um, a disposable t-shirt, because it's likely to get ripped off your back. Um, yeah. Some shorts with a zip pocket. I mean, I wore swimming trunks, and Linda wore a pair of like hiking shorts, eh? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just zip my stuff into the pocket. Yeah. And I also wore a sports bra, which was excellent. Although, being white it is now not white. <laughs> it is pink. It's very pink. It's very pink, so... Uh, If you have a black sports bra, that is what I recommend you wear if you're a girl. Yeah. Now, some people went to H&M the day before and just bought a disposable outfit. Yeah. A pair of cheap sneakers, a pair of shorts, t-shirt, and just went, well, if it all gets destroyed, it all gets destroyed. Um, Not that many people had their things destroyed. A lot of people threw their t-shirts away. Like, they threw them around. Lots of guys. Yeah. But um, I only saw one or two girls with t-shirt problems. Yeah, um, so do wear a bra, you'd be happy to be seen in, because there were a few girls walking around shirtless. That's right. And um, next you should waterproof your camera, if you're going to take your camera. Camera. It depends. If you want to take it, waterproof it. Take a waterproof camera, or read up online about how to waterproof it. We did not do this very well. So we recommend that you get a Ziploc bag, tape it up, do whatever you need to do to get it really waterproofed. And finally, we'd recommend having a bit of a relaxed night the night before. Yeah. Now, there were a lot of big tour groups. There were more drunk Australians in the main squares around Valencia than I've seen. And we've lived in Australia and gone out. I mean, (laughs) it was crazy. Um, Lots of kind of tour groups. You're kind of butt off. 18 to 22 drunk out of their tree and the next morning so many people looked bad flaky Um, and then you get pushed into a crowd this year um, there were 45,000 people the year before there was 30,000 so god knows how big it's going to be in the coming years and you don't want to be in a crowd like, imagine the the busiest concert you've been to and how packed that crowd was up the front in the mosh pit. Yeah. 
that's what the crowds are like I think it was everywhere um, <laughs> you don't want to be feeling feeling a bit delicate no. when you're in 40 degree heat in the sun in these kind of crowds it was crazy. so you want to have a have a light night that's right. uh, sorry yeah a light night the yeah. night before and also on the day don't drink there's a lot of booze available you can buy beer for a euro you can buy sangria you can buy everything if you're gonna drink stick to one because yeah i mean we had one and that was fine you know, it's good to get into the into the spirit of it, but don't go drinking. My goodness, you, you want to remember the event. You want to have a good time. You don't want to be puking in the sidelines and adding to the. To well, it's just yeah. No, nobody was happy with the people that were puking because you couldn't bend down or find space or anything like that. You just had to stand yeah. in the crowd and puke on the person next to you. Yeah, luckily you enough, had... that didn't happen to us. But there were some people who looked like they were just about to go. Oh, uh, it was yeah. So drink a little beforehand and. Afterwards, once the crowds have dispersed, go for it. You can go crazy, but you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So, um, on the day, your transport, if you're doing it independently, and to be honest, talking to the people that went on tours, I'd highly recommend just doing it yourself. Um, you want to get to San Isidro Station, and that's on one of the metro lines. It's, it's on, really easy to find. It's on the yellow line, which is line one, and it's also on the green line, line five. Yeah. So when you're looking for accommodation, it might be a good idea to check if your hotel or hostel is on one of those lines. Ours was, and it made it really easy. It did. Now, try to get to the station by 6.30. So aim to leave your hotel at 6, get to the station at 6.30 or 7 at the latest. Yeah. Don't worry about what times the trains leave, because... We got there at quarter past seven and there were already four or five hundred people waiting to get on the train. There was a crowd at the bottom of the stairs and there was quite good crowd control. They were letting people up, you know, slowly, slowly. to control ticket sales and stuff. Yeah. So don't worry about what times the train leaves. You will get on the train that you get on. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you get there at 6.30, then you get on the next train. And if yeah. you get there at after seven, you might have to wait for one more train. Yeah. But um, definitely get there early, early, early. Yeah, I do have to say the crowds were growing and growing. We left our hotel at 6.30, so we were on the metro within 10 minutes. Um, we were at the station around 7 a.m. We got there at 7.15, and, and there was a train at 7.15, and we missed that one yeah. because there was a crowd. But we got on the next one, so I mean, that was the, good. The crowd was in the hundreds when we arrived, yeah. and over a 1,000 by the time we got up onto the platform yeah, itself. Yeah, it was just growing and growing and growing. So, yeah, seriously, don't worry about what times the train leaves. We, we tried to look it up the night before. Couldn't find it. We went to the rentfair.es website. Yeah, but they put in extra trains anyway, yeah, so right. you just just pitch up. Yeah. Um, and right. if you can, buy your ticket, Ida Vuelta, um, there and back, the day before. Yeah. Um, we bought ours on the day. It was only €5 Euros each. But, um, yeah, 470. Yeah, you need you need that cash on you. Cards yeah. are not going to be your friend. Yeah, you and can buy them from the machine, so you can use your card in the machine. Yeah, but people buying them from the machine was taking a lot longer, even though yeah. there was a guy helping them do it. Yeah, I got in line for buying it from a person, and they had two cashiers open. They just printed out a whole bunch of tickets, and they were just selling them, selling them, selling them. Um, so yeah, that was much quicker. Yeah. Um, and make sure you have a plastic bag to put that ticket in because it's a paper ticket. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, mine was wet, wet, wet <laughs> by the by the time we left. But at least it was in a plastic bag, so it was flat and not, you yeah. know, mush. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, carrying a Ziploc bag was one of the best ideas that we had. Yeah. Um, we could put our metro ticket in there. We could put our um, our room key for the hotel. Our room key, which was plastic. If you have a physical proper room key, just leave it at reception. Definitely. Um, and we also had we had twenty euros each in cash, which is enough. enough yeah. And we also had the um, 
What's it called? Card? Yeah, a credit, credit card, card and a driver's for, license for, for emergency cash and identification. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. And that was it. Now, we did speak to, or overhear, rather, a few people that had been pickpocketed, trying to talk themselves onto the train to get away again. Um, and it wasn't a pretty story. No, it didn't sound good at all. And with, they weren't being allowed on the train either. Yeah, with 45,000 people, the security <coughs> guards aren't going to want to talk to you. That's right. So, yeah, be careful. Only take exactly what you need. And, you know, things like cell phones, don't even don't think even, no, about don't it. take your cell phone. Um, yeah, just but yeah, make what sure you, you need. Get, make sure you get a return ticket when you buy your ticket because... Buying it on the way back is not going to be fun at all. Yeah. So once you arrive in the uh, the station in Bunyol, which is the town which hosts La Tomatina, um, it's about 15 minutes out of Lintia. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get there, you'll just start following the crowds. You follow them down the hill until things start getting busy. There's going to be people selling drinks, selling food, selling souvenir t-shirts, selling goggles, goggles hats. Yep. Don't buy a t-shirt before the event. <laughs> if you want right. a t-shirt, buy it afterwards. Yeah, um, very good plan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you just follow the crowds down, and once the crowd starts thickening up, you want to keep moving until you can see a greasy pole with a ham on it. Yeah, and this sounds ridiculous, trying... I know, but... <laughs> That's just what it is. One of the traditions of La Tomatina is that they put this pole in the middle of the square. Now, the square isn't very big. It's very narrow. It's basically just a wide road. And it's in f- the pole is in front of the church. Um, and people basically have to try and climb up the pole to touch or to take off the hands at the top. And traditionally, the, the tomato fight doesn't start until someone manages to do that. But these days, it's really hard. So the tomato fight starts at 11, well, regardless. That, that many people, they just need to institutionalize That's it. Right. So. But yeah, it was really good because it gave us something to do. We arrived. We were in the, in the square at 9 o'clock. Lots of people around us had arrived at eight, and that's a good idea because it meant they got the spot that they wanted. Yeah, we, we, had, we just to, managed to squirm our way in because we, we knew we were we going. We just kept pushing because we knew we wanted to be there. Yeah, yeah. and um, it mean it meant we could watch the crazy tourists trying to climb the pole. Yeah, so that was really funny. good. People it was hilarious. Standing on people who are standing on people who are standing on people. Then someone else tries to climb up the top, and everyone slides back down it the pole hilarious. again. It was hilarious. It's really good. So, um, so it was good. I mean, we were part of a good crowd. Everyone was in a good mood. Every time someone got further up the pole, there was a big chair. Every time a local threw out a bucket of water over the crowd, there was a big chair. Every time someone flashed, there was a big chair. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. So that was a good place to be, and it meant that we knew we were going to be in the center of the action. Yeah. Because the the trucks come through that that street, which basically everyone just had to push to the sides. Yeah. And uh, this year there were five trucks. Last year there were only four, so I don't know. There's more and more trucks, I think, to... To try and compensate for the people that are there. That's right. But there are still people that never see a tomato or never get to throw a tomato. And that's why I highly, highly, highly recommend if you're going to go there for the event, if you're going to get up that early, get up a little bit earlier and get to the place where you can see the greasy pole. So you're actually right in the middle of the madness. You don't want to get there at 10 and be standing on a street with... 5,000 of your closest friends who never see a tomato. That's right. We saw so many people who didn't have any tomato on them at all. Yeah. And in fact, we, um, we were in <laughs> the main square. Something of the opposite. I was oh, looking we, yeah. for a place without tomato That's on right. me. We were walking, we were trying to get back out and I ran into a girl. Like, in fact, I was crushed up against a girl and she said, did you even throw one tomato? And I was like, well, yeah. She goes, I've just been doing this the whole time. And she was just in this part of the crowd it was so dense everyone was just moving backwards and forwards you couldn't reach down and get any tomato off the ground and there was nothing you could do and that was quite close to the main action as well that mm. was where the, the 
the trucks had definitely gone past there. They'd dumped the tomato, but it was just really dense. So yeah. there wasn't much they could do about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So make yeah, sure you can see the pole. Find the greasy pole. Yeah. And you should be fine. And yeah. of course, the best way to make sure you see it is to get there as early as possible. Yeah. Now, Eight o'clock if possible. Once you get in there, um, you're not going to be able to get back out and, and, and again, mm-hmm. um, unless they seriously improve the crowd dynamics. Um, so what you need to do is buy yourself um, a bottle of water on your way down. Now, you're going to be standing in this crowd for maybe two to two to three hours before anything, even happens. Before anything happens at 11 o'clock. And then at 12 o'clock, it's going to stop. Um, you should stop throwing your tomatoes. And then the crowd's going to take maybe an hour to disperse out the streets. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to buy maybe a, a one and a half or two liter bottle of water on your way down there. Because I don't know. Hot. We bought a so small one hot. between us. Now I just buy a small one, maybe a five hundred mil per person, because otherwise you'll need to go to the toilet, and mm. that's not what you want to do. Because there's no chance that you can't you can't leave. So we had one one little bottle between us, and that was enough, I think. Oh, I could have done. I was so severely dehydrated after the event when we were walking away and just like buy water, and we yeah, bought two we liters and each, drank it. But if we got one each, that would have been enough. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So I mean, maybe between two, get a big bottle. Between one get two small bottles i don't know but yeah when you're going down <coughs> as you're walking down the street uh there's security security guards who take the caps off your bottles and we're mm. trying to work out why and i'm pretty sure it's because throwing a full bottle of water with a cap on could really hurt you but if you throw a bottle of water without the cap on the water will escape empty out and, and you know yeah. only an empty bottle will land and i think that's really good we saw a lot of bottles being thrown a lot of cups full of beer and stuff yeah so um yeah so that was good so you'll need to carry the bottle so there's no point having a bottle of water during the tomato fight you need to finish it before the oh, fight yeah. starts because it you know there's no point yeah. but you're going to be standing in the sun for maybe two hours before yeah. the fight begins yeah so. we had a plastic bag with us that had a couple of croissants in it and um we put we tried to put the bottle in there but of course it you know had no lid so we couldn't do that but yeah that was really good to just have a little bit of food with us and the water, and it meant that yeah. while we were standing there, after about an hour and a half, we had something to eat to the envy of everyone around us. <laughs> yeah. We finished the bottle. Now, there's not much you can do. You pretty much just have to drop the rubbish on the ground, yeah. which I hate, but what can you do? Well, they're going to be cleaning up thousands of tons of you know, yeah, yeah, tomato afterwards, so a little bit of plastic and stuff isn't going to make much difference. Yeah. So when the tomato fight starts, well... I'm sure instinct will take over. But it's afterwards that things begin to get interesting again because you've got all of these people jammed in these narrow streets and there's not really much you can do. So I'd say relax, move with the crowd. We made the mistake of trying to force our way through to get to an exit. But we didn't work. At half 11 we went, right, it's halfway through. We've seen five trucks of tomatoes go past. We're kind of done. We're ready to go. We're, you know, and so we started making our way back towards the way we came in and we were forcing our way through the crowds and and pushing. And um, by the time we got close to that exit, they said, no, the the police have sealed off this exit. We need to go the other way. And so I have no idea what they were thinking. No, I don't think the police actually had. I think it was just one of those rumors that were going around. Possibly, but no. Well, everyone who was on that exit side were pushing back to try to go to the other side, which was about maybe half a kilometer or 700 meters of packed people. No one could get out. Um, 
and people were trying to because they were crushed. There were people that couldn't breathe because there were so many people. I saw one girl that was so close to a panic attack because of the density of the crowds. Yeah, one girl was saying, this is an emergency, let us through, let us through. But there was no way anyone could let them through. It just couldn't work. And there was no way they could get out either. Like The the people that were on one edge were pushing back Mm -hmm. into the center to try and get to the other edge. So we highly recommend just stay where you are, relax, enjoy it, wait until the crowd starts to disperse, and then go. Yeah, because... You know, within half an hour, you can walk reasonably freely again. And yeah. within an hour, it's there's no problems. Yeah. But don't try, unless they change the, the crowd control dramatically, just don't bother. Just yeah. stick just in it, relax, try and keep the people around you calm, and just let the crowds definitely go. Because that was our biggest mistake, I think. Yeah, we I got think so. wound up, we ended up in really tight spots with aggro people trying yeah. to force themselves through. And um, no one was going anywhere. That's Everyone right. was just stuck in there. Yeah, and it also meant we went past the hoses, so we got drenched. And yeah, yeah it just wasn't a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, afterwards, just move with the crowd. Get up the hill as soon as possible. Just start walking. There are lots of locals with hoses who will wash you off, which is very nice and refreshing, but you won't get a good rinse. Yeah. So just get right up to the top. There are showers, like outdoor showers out there. Stand in line, have a good shower, get as much water off as po- uh, tomato off as possible including off your shoes, and then go and stand in line for the train. Yeah. We made the mistake of going in line with the train before having a shower. Yeah. And we had been rinsed off by locals, but we were still covered in tomato. <laughs> yeah. And so the security be... guards went, nope, no. shower, nope, shower, shower, shower. Sal. <laughs> we had to leave. So, um, yeah, that's a good thing. Then get on the train and try and get a seat. We got yeah. a seat. We were really lucky. We, yeah. um, we just went down to one of the end carriages yeah. and even though there were people sitting on the floor in the, the central carriages, um, there were still available seats in the end ones. So. Yeah, so go to the end, find <laughs> yeah. a seat and if not, just find a seat on the floor and yeah. you know, get you've comfortable. got a 15 minute ride back to the, the metro stop. Yeah. Um, so you can have a nap after your early morning and exhausting, exhausting time. Yeah, now it's really hot so don't worry about bringing a towel or anything. We're a bit... Yeah, we, we're wondering about bringing a towel. And yeah, and a change of clothes. And a change of clothes and... or something like that. But actually, it's quite refreshing yeah. just being wet because it's hot. It's and so really hot. Don't worry about that. Just just don't take stuff. <laughs> yeah, You're better not right. taking stuff. There were actually lockers there. So if you do want to take stuff, you can. But I wouldn't recommend it. I, just take as little as possible. I really don't see the point. And I'd say um, to get a day pass on the metro, because um, you might be going out that night. So if you're not near the center of town for your accommodation, mm-hmm. you'll want that. A day pass for a metro per... Well, we got one for the two of us for... Yeah, I think it was a like a 10 six or seven ride euro. pass, actually. Yeah, I think, I think it was a, a 10 ride pass for six euros, which did both of us. Um, our train tickets were... Um, about 10 euros for both of us and so that's about 15 euros and apart from that you'll want some money for food and beer and drink so 30 euros when you leave the hotel is going to be enough you might want to take a a credit card um, for emergency cash but you really don't need more than that i mean keep it simple Um, everything's going to get tomato wet soaked yeah for sure so chuck it all in a ziploc bag Put that in a zip-up pocket so you don't get pickpocketed and just go and enjoy the day. That's right. Um, You can have food afterwards. There's lots of drink available, everything. We decided just to leave as soon as we could because there were so many people there. We didn't want to have to stand in line for longer than we needed to. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you can get a sausage or a plate of paella. Yeah, instead of leaving early, you could just decide to 
to relax there for three hours, but we just really wanted to have a shower. That's right. And um, so, yeah, we got back, had a shower, had lunch, and then went for a swim in a hotel pool, and that was a beautiful day. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. So I think the big thing to remember about La Tomatina is be prepared. Yeah. Think about it. If you're going to go, think about your accommodation and your transport as far in advance as possible. Then, closer to the time, think about your clothes, your electronics, what you're going to take with you. Yeah. And then on the day, just... Well, get up early and then just relax and enjoy it. <laughs> yep. Don't stress, don't get upset, and just, yeah, have a good time. Yeah, so it should be awesome if you're at La Tomatina this year. We'd love to see um, your photos if you're silly enough to take a camera. <laughs> um, and we'll be putting up-to-date information and other stories and things like that about La Tomatina at IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash festivals. Well, that's us for this week. Until next week, travel well. <laughs>